cry. Should my actual, should my cry be that I had to watch Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello. My name is Tara Deal. And my name is Caitlin Alzerodin. And you're listening to MMA, Mediocre Millennial Advice. We're doing it differently today. We are because we already recorded the episode. We already <laughs> recorded the episode and now Caitlin and I are sitting here recording the intro, which follows the formula of a lot of other podcasts, but we just haven't yeah. done this in the past because we usually- have had a guest in a while. Yeah. yeah, usually when we have a guest, they're just like kind of with us while we record the opening but i like this better this yeah this is fun sense. because we can you know prep you guys for what you're <laughs> about to listen to in general and then also just get to talk yeah. to you guys on our own because we love you and we're selfish yay <laughs> <laughs> so highs and cries do you want to go first yeah sure so my high is going to be this entire weekend because so it was just, good. It was really fun yeah we had lots of different yeah. like little sprinkles yeah. of fun like we had friendsgiving instead of well, I, it was more like I had Friendsgiving because I spent Thanksgiving with Tara's family and our friend Carly, and that was just so much better than, as you as you know, I am the Thanksgiving Grinch, as you've heard yes. in our last episode, so it was very nice to have a very stress-free, just fun weekend. My friend Kate was in town, got to spend a lot of time with her and her family and all that kind of stuff, so it was just a good weekend overall. Yeah, it um, was. I would say my cry is that... so. Tara's dad likes me, but doesn't like the fact that I've not seen Lord of the Rings. And <laughs> our other friend Carly had not seen Lord of the Rings either, so he thought we'd watch a few movies, and we couldn't even get through one. Look, okay. Because it was, like, <laughs> it was a little bit, not that it was overhyped, but just there's not enough hours in the day to dedicate towards having, like, the focus power to watch three, For three hours. Three hours, three movies. It's just not going to And it wasn't going to happen. And we, like, started watching Fellowship of the Ring, and then we just had to take, like, three breaks. Yeah. Our friend Carly movie... was on call, so then yeah. she had to do stuff, and then someone would leave, walk out, like, stuff like that. So it, it just probably took, took us, day. like, four and a half hours to yeah. watch, like, a three-hour movie. It took all day. And I was just... it, And then he was like, one more? I was like, no, I, I have to go home. Yeah. I have to leave. But... I, it was it wasn't bad. It was just funny because we were like it's more of was, like a funny low because it's like someone forcing you to watch something that you're like if I wanted to see this I would have done it by now. Yeah, like it's been out for yeah. ten. The years. The only <laughs> fun part of it was that my dorm was named Middle Earth and all the places in there were after Lord of the Rings. So I'd be yeah. like, oh Pippins. You're like, oh, oh that's our, that was where we ate oh, food and stuff like that, like yeah. stupid shit like that. Where I was like, oh, makes sense. It's real. They really did. Wow, a it good really job is the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I lived the Lord of the Rings. Um, what about you? Um, the are kind of the same. <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely the same because we had the same weekend. I mean, we did like kind of spend some time apart, and I'm just like laughing. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I I've intentionally not talked about this on p- the past couple of episodes, but I did mention a couple episodes ago yeah. that I went on a date, and it went great, and then he didn't ghost me. So the update on that is that he still hasn't ghosted me. We're shocked, truly. I'm truly shocked. I'm shocked that he still wants to see me after this weekend because I so I've been like. I guess seeing him for like a month and he just found out about the podcast. It's like, you know, we're taking our sweet time because we can't trust anyone out here in these streets. These streets (laughs) are dangerous. (laughs) But this weekend I went out with a couple of our good friends um, for her birthday and it just went from like it spiraled a sushi night to being in a sweaty dive bar like it was questionable and a lot of drinks later i found myself at 2 a.m texting him i miss you 
and him being like, well, I guess you can come here. And me spending $40 on an Uber to his house, which like, mm, I guess it really showed where my intentions lie with him. So maybe proved a point that like he, I'm like, yeah, I was being honest with him when I told him I wasn't seeing anyone else at the moment. So I think if anything, he, it was just like a good, okay, yeah, she's into me, obviously. Um, But yeah, I showed up. And if you know me personally, I usually handle myself and I was, it was an off night. <laughs> this was not one of there those was not, times. It was not one of those nights. And I came in like just, I started like yelling at him, not in like a bad way, but just like yelling at him for not complimenting me enough. <laughs> Like, tell me I'm pretty. Like, just annoying. And I, he thought really it was funny. Him. So, really yeah. testing him. Yeah. And then I uh, threw up and he was taking care of me. So, all in all, I think it was, it's just a low because that's not something I want to yeah. like. Eh, that's, yeah, that's very much like old Tara. Yeah. Tara that really didn't know what the fuck was up. And, um, we've changed. We've it grown was, up, but we haven't. It was obviously. really fun to pick up Tara the next day. Yeah, she looked, so, she looked great. Yeah, so the next day, <laughs> I'm like, Caitlin, can you please do me a solid <laughs> and come get me? Because I spent $40 on an Uber yeah. to come here. So I pick her up, all. but I just see the walk of shame to my car. <sighs> Eyeliner everywhere. <laughs> Eyeliner everywhere. The sweetest part, he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, well, you're blind. So that's also concerning. <laughs> Like, really, you don't notice anything different? Uh, I'm raccoon. I mentioned it today, and he was like, I guess your hair was kind of wild. And I was like, mm. <laughs> That's it. I, we won't go into We love detail. how unattentive men are. Yeah. So, I guess in a way, it's like a high and a low, because it was establishing that I like... He learns a little spend- more about you each time. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But uh, I guess it could have waited. Like, that's something that you want to, like pull out as it's a like wild a card kind of thing. yeah like more after two months other not one but you i know. guess you guys also have seen each other a lot so it's kind of like yeah it's escalated not not in the sense of like it's super serious but like you just have seen each other good yeah amount. we just have enough free time that overlaps where like we're able to see each other so it's good and i guess i'll keep you guys posted on that but we in general uh kayla and i obviously don't want this podcast to be about dating so we don't have to talk about mostly because i have no content it would just be tara talking. <laughs> i'd be like all right i'll see myself out but, but yeah so we're honestly i mean probably i probably the most stoked i've been about an episode coming out like yeah in general um we just love having guests because it kind of mixes yeah. it up too yeah yeah we haven't fun. had a guest in a while and we know that you guys have been asking for get more guests and just like like we said, like 2020 is yeah. going to be like a really cool year for us. But um, obviously, there'll be like a little intro for her. So she's able to like go into like more about like who she is and whatnot. Yeah. But but our friend Sabrina, who we know from middle school, is, is our guest. Is yeah. our guest. And, and she I guess has we'll a just, podcast yeah, and all we'll, kind of stuff. And yeah. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Yeah. And then we're just going to plug in at the end also. So stay tuned after. Um, and then we'll just like kind of go yeah. from there. But yeah. All right, Hope enjoy. you guys enjoy. Hey, Sabrina. 
Hey guys. <laughs> We're so stoked to have you. Stoked to be here. <laughs> sitting in the dark. I know. We're just yeah. really just hashing it out. We've been sitting mm-hmm. here for a while because we also just recorded for Sabrina's podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're doing like this back-to-back. Double today. whammy. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, anybody can see you guys later. Offensive. Yeah. So just a little bit of backstory in general. Um, obviously, if you guys are MMA listeners, you know that Caitlin and I like went to all of the schools together. Sabrina <laughs> popped in for a little bit. I did. And she went to middle school with us. She was super cool. I really liked her. We really, really liked dope. her. So we're just really excited to have you. And Thank you. Why don't you just give a little spiel about your background and then like what your podcast is about. Cool. All, all that. All right. So, hmm. Actually, never had that question before. So, where to start? I um, have and we're in it together. We can just you know, work <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I have an Instagram account called Wait for Wait. W A I T and then four and then W E I G H T. Really so punny. Little Big play fan. on words. I came up with it while I was in a bathtub, and I said, "Brilliant!" And here we are. So, it's the whole point of the Instagram account was um, on my college campus. Like, I think it, maybe I was just like growing up. I was really, really naive to just like body image issues. Because my family was so focused on health and my dad had cancer. So like within our family, we just focused on making sure that we were eating as healthy as possible. So that's where my perception of health and body image uh, was born. But I didn't really realize that people were actually going through problems with like body image and what they looked like and being skinny or being overweight and all that jazz until really like I saw an issue in college for the first time ever, which I feel like is unique. Like people typically see that way earlier. Mm -hmm. And it just blew my mind to see the amount of people that were compromising their health and happiness to like achieve a certain standard of beauty that isn't really defined. It's just kind of made up and everybody's standard of beauty is different. Like we're all chasing, we're just like chasing our tails, trying to figure out how we can achieve whatever the hell we're imagining in our heads. And so that's why I made the page is to educate people on health, fitness, and doing everything with pure intentions, and then the rest will fall into place. So that's my backstory with that. And then I realized that my captions were getting a little too long. Like when I'm writing a caption, like my fiance jokes that I have like a posting face. Like I just like sit there with <laughs> You're like, like, do your diary. Yeah. I'm like with my eyebrows furrowed <laughs> and I'm like sitting there. But um, like I, I, I'm better at expressing myself through words than I am through vocalizing. So I like literally will open my notes and I'll sit down and I just like think of a thoughtful post. And I was realizing that I have a lot to say. I have a lot to rant about. (laughs) So I started a podcast. It took me a year to get there. Like I didn't feel comfortable or I'm like, oh yeah. It takes a while. It's really hard. Yeah. It's like an idea that you're like, we should totally, me and Tara, we should totally record our first episode. And like a month later, I was like, you know, we should totally do record our our first first episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Plus it's, I mean, it's an amazing medium that so many people are on board with now. Yeah. But it also feels a little bit like, oh, like, am I just going to be another podcast? Yeah. Like, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah. So you get a little bit of that imposter syndrome, which we had an episode on too before starting. So it makes sense. Yeah. And it's scary to think that people are actually going to listen. Because I remember the first day we put out three episodes. And I remember we were, I was, I had like, I had so, so much anxiety. I had so much anxiety. I don't know what really? I thought. I was like, we were worried that people, it was like, we were worried people wouldn't listen, but we were also worried people would listen. Like, I don't know what it was. So you know? for me, like, I feel like what I would talk about is a lot of like shit that I just 
I ignore a lot of shit. Like I just don't deal with anything that I should be dealing with. And I was like, I do hope people listen, but I feel like in the back of my mind, I didn't want to actually sit down and and internalize and think about and talk. And I'm by myself. So like, I'm not conversing with anybody and I had to sit down and really just think, okay, how is this making you feel? Or how is this manifested in your life? Or how has this experience changed you or hurt you in any way? So I think that's more so what I was, now that I have actually done it, I realized like that's what I was avoiding for like a year, but it is scary. Like you're putting out something that you think is great content or you think is going to be influential or fun. And then you don't see any reviews or rankings or listeners, but it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Like you put something out there that even if four people listen to, if that changed four people's lives, who gives a fuck about the rest? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I posted on Facebook, like, probably after we had had, like, 20 or so episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was like, I mean, I have a bunch of... I was like, I have a bunch of friends on Facebook just because, like, I feel like during, like, when we were in, like, high school, kind of, like, we added everyone on Facebook. So there's just a lot of people on there. And I remember after I did that, a bunch of people from my work who I don't really see regularly because mm-hmm. they live in London or they live in, yeah. like, Candace of that were messaging me. They're like, oh, my God, I'm listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even... Not that we say anything, like, inappropriate stuff, but I was just like, I mean, oh, I a forgot. little bit. Well, a tad. Well, <laughs> but then you don't realize the scope of how what people. Yeah, are I was like, oh, reach. people want it. Oh, I was like, people are listening. Like my coworker was like, you didn't tell me you had a podcast. I was like, oh no. Yeah, there's yeah, a reason. Like, it's just like a whole new level of uh, vulnerability. Yeah, 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 and but I think that's really what is beautiful about it. Because, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've got. Have you been to therapy or like do you go to therapy? Um, or what is your therapy? no? So. Working out's her therapy. Yes, yeah, it is yeah, my therapy. Yeah. But I think I had a really, 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 really shit experience. And so when my dad passed away in high school, I was like, I'd be like ditch class. And then I would just like get up to go to the bathroom, but I wouldn't come back. Like I'd be p- playing piano and like singing. And then my, the principal's like, yeah, um, you got to go to class. You can't be here. Mm-hmm. So they like made me go to the school counselor to like get help. And I didn't want to, like, I just didn't want to talk about anything. I was like really angry. And the lady, she looked me in the face and she said, I just really 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 know how you're feeling because when I was your age a little bit younger my parents got divorced and I was just staring at her and I was like that is not uh, even I'm like you're like and then they died tragically yeah because that's not the same thing I'm like are we done here like first of all even if your dad did die like that's not a way to like I would never equate my feelings of grief to somebody else who maybe lost their parent to grief too like they're so different they're processed differently and your job is to listen and shut the fuck up yeah it's like like, i'm not your therapist no what the fuck i feel like that's such a cop-out for a lot of people to like uh no i can relate to you and you're like actually no and let me just sit and just sulk yeah yeah Yeah. like that's how you were moving through grief that's really frustrating yeah Yeah. so after that i was like psych like i'm not going to therapy and then in high school I just think I had two really bad experiences. This wasn't bad, but my friend's mom was a psychologist and mm-hmm. um, something was happening. I don't really know what was going on. I don't remember why I came to see her, but I saw her and then I was just like bawling for whatever reason. And she, I didn't, like I know her. So it was just weird. That and, exact thing happened to me too. Really? Yeah. Like I, my mom's really good friend was a therapist. And so she was, she offered to yeah. come in and talk to me because I was going through a lot of anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And I like yeah lost it because I was like first of all I think also therapy at that age like I wasn't mature enough to know that it wasn't a sign of weakness I just like thought that I was like totally stigma yeah like way too I was too weak to and like even admit that I had 
issues mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. something was happening you know so to have like my mom's friend try to like help me it was just yeah it was like a weird conflict of interest yeah. like, I didn't like that feeling. no it was very icky. and you don't you can't feel like you can really mm-hmm. be open because you're like you know my mother you're probably and, gonna tell my mom yeah this is like a client confidentiality this is weird yeah. so I've never had a good therapist where I could just sit there and and I, I I don't know like I'm not opposed to going but I feel like I'm super stubborn I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm really stubborn and well I was actually wondering because you are like a very introspective like you know yourself very well so yeah. I'm like wondering where you feel like you um yeah like what is I guess working out like you said is kind of like your therapy or like how do you where or what do you give what am I trying to say like where I, do you like where does that resonate within you like how do you how do I cope how are you you yeah so I question. feel like no I feel like I know what you're talking about like <laughs> I, I feel like for myself like working out is my therapy but I feel like you know people see working out as something healthy and I think I have I do take working out to an unhealthy mm-hmm. state, not in the sense of like I'm working out to lose weight, but I'm working out to deflect and to ignore. Mm-hmm. And I jam pack my days with as much as possible so that when I go to bed, I'm like, whoo, I'm exhausted. And I don't have time to think about how I'm feeling. Like in my last episode that I just posted about, I talk about like facing adversity and like, I didn't really go into detail about all the shit that I deal with because I just wasn't ready to talk about that stuff. But there's like been long story short this snowball effect since my dad has died of just like one shitty thing after the next shitty thing after the next shitty thing and instead of me sitting there and being like okay how is this making me feel or how is this situation like upsetting me I'm just like cool I'm gonna deal with it I'm gonna deal with it next deal with it next and it's just this like conveyor belt of shit that I am just like compartmentalizing distracting yourself totally and I just ignore every problem that I have and I put on this front um and I think the front that I put on stemmed from when my dad first got diagnosed. Like my mom had to take care of my dad and I had a younger sister. So I had to take care of my sister. So I just made myself believe that I have to be the strong one and I have to be the one that keeps everyone together. So that was all my own perception. And like, I wouldn't cry. I would hold my shit together. Everybody else would be crying. I'd just be sitting there like, cool, Mm -hmm. this is what it is. And that is just carried on throughout yeah. like my life. So it's like hard for you. And I'm kind of saying it's like hard for you to show weakness kind of. Yeah, like, no, it's super. Like, and I just you have a front up that you're very strong. And I know you're talking about that in yeah. um, your episode as well. It's like you want to be seen as strong physically yeah. and emotionally. Yeah. And I think that's more so for myself so that I don't collapse. Like I don't really care what people perceive me yeah. as, which I feel like I'm lucky in that sense. Like you could perceive me unless you're like you perceive me as like being a shitty person. I'll yeah. like, feel like shitty about yeah. myself. But if you perceive me as weak or whatever it's like cool you don't know me whatever but to myself I'm like I can't crumble because if I crumble everything else around me crumbles too and so that's super unhealthy and I often like in that episode I hit my car last week uh, on a pole but it just like just the spiral and then after that everything just went wrong and I was talking about how I ignore, ignore, ignore so much to one small minor thing yeah. happens and I am furious. It's just a domino effect. Yeah. And, and I don't even realize what's bothering me until months go by, something happens and I'm like, fucking Corella DeVille, this mean ass mm-hmm. bitch that just is yeah. mad. I just get so angry about everything. And after I hit my car, there was like, I burned my hand uh, and I was working at a coffee shop like really badly. And then I cut my finger that same day, like while I was working. And I was just talking about how if you don't deal with shit, no matter whether it's through a therapist or yourself or journaling or whatever it is that's not deflecting but acknowledging, 
And if you don't deal with that, you're never really going to be present. You're going to be trying to ignore, ignore, and you're going to be so distracted by something that's bothering you that you don't really know is there that you can't live in the moment. And that's why I just kept fucking up that whole week. It's just like my mind is not here and I'm so distracted that I'm just screwing all the shit up around me. So that's a problem that I'm dealing with is how to properly be present, be present, deal with stuff. And when things come through, rather than figuring out how to deal with it right away, I have to take a moment to be like, okay, this has come in. I got to deal with it and then take the actions to figure out whatever the hell I need to do to figure it out. Yeah. I really, honestly, I think a lot of people will really relate to that because I feel like uh, in some degree, a lot of humans go about doing that, but it's like to even have like the, to acknowledge that you do that Mm -hmm. is the first step. Yeah. And a lot of people, it takes so long for them to realize that they even do it. And sometimes they don't even figure it out until they're in their later years in life. Or would you say you're a, cause that, what you're saying resonates a lot with me. Cause Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a lot like that. Would you say that you're a perfectionist? Like, would you say that you're at work? Are you like, how do you feel at work if you like make a mistake? I don't care if I make okay. mistakes. Are you a perfectionist? Yeah. <laughs> no. Really? <Maybe>. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Can't you tell? Miss sloppily. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care to be a perfectionist. Like, I don't care if I make a mistake yeah. as long as it's like an honest mistake. Like, if I'm just like blatantly being like belligerent and mm-hmm. just like not being myself and screwing up, I'm like, Serena, what the fuck's wrong with you? But no i just try to like like my mom's car just broke down and it cost like 10 grand to get a fix like it's just like and then when my dad passed away like his family stole our money and our business it's like all these little stupid shits that like i can't really do anything about but i have to figure out like what am i gonna do about this how am i gonna fix this Mm -hmm. what am i gonna do with the car um we just got like this tax letter what am i gonna do with this letter like how am i gonna deal with this so just figuring out shit that i just have to just deal with and push to the side like you're done next like what's the next thing that's going to come my way so i don't even know if that really answered your question but that's more so what i'm dealing with rather than like i can't fuck up does do you and your since you and your fiance have like a very different dynamic Mm -hmm. does like is he does he kind of cope with those things way differently so he's really good about and it's teaching me he's just like he's really good about letting go and i I don't realize what I'm holding on to until I get really angry or quiet. He's like, bruh, like it's done. Like, forget about it. You can't do anything about it. And he, I feel like I hate saying this because everybody has their own situations. Everybody has relative pain and they deal with everything differently. And we all have different levels of like, this is my shit. This is your shit. But comparatively, like he's had it pretty good in his life. Like he has both parents mm-hmm. like they're both together he has like siblings they all they're wealthy they just it's just like a good a good life that doesn't yeah. mean that things don't bother him or whatever yeah. like the normal shit but sometimes there is a disconnect where there's so much that's wrong i don't want to say wrong with my life because yeah. that's what just what's it is what it is like i was dealt these cards that's it fine i got to figure out how to cope with it but sometimes there's this disconnect between us it's like he doesn't really like, understand. you don't get it yeah. well yeah with yeah. with him being so like oh you just need to let it go like that sometimes that's hard when you're like well that's easier yeah than done. exactly and also for you that might be easier because you don't have other trauma that yeah. is hard to let go yeah exactly yeah. but then sometimes the opposite is nice too where he's like you've got to let it go and i'm like you're right like i yeah. can't do anything about this so it is this it is this great relationship where we're growing together and he's learning things that like 
he hasn't been exposed to his entire life and that is new to him and he's just like how can this be happening i'm like <laughs> i asked myself that as well i'm unsure but yeah yeah. Did I answer that question? Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think. Yeah. We're like testing her. We're like, no, you did yeah, You failed. Wrong. That was incorrect. Incorrect answer. <laughs> Not good enough. Yeah. So in general with your kind of like the, the path that you're like paving for mm-hmm. this online space of like being on Instagram and your podcast and everything, like mm-hmm. what is like your, um, I guess your umbrella goal with, having both of those things as like platforms for you to like kind of express like your thoughts and then also it's also I guess in a way it's also your therapy yes and I'm gonna say I'm just assuming that but I I believe that that's kind of what you're saying too where it's like we're able to share and talk about things that you're going through and then also like reflect on it I think the podcast has been my form of therapy because like I said I don't verbalize things like I just write them down but I write them down as they come so like oh I got a post today like not because I want to but it's like I gotta stay consistent if I'm starting a brand and starting Mm -hmm. like a message um so I'll sit down and be like all right this is my message today post and then move on to my next task so it seems like from a viewer's perspective like oh this was really introspective or like she took time to maybe write this out but I'm just like on to the next like this is what I have to do this is what I have to post and next with this podcast like there's I would say every single episode I've had to start over because I'm just like stumbling across my words. I'm like, this isn't coming out right. I don't, I'm not at the point where I've actually like vocalized anything that I'm really talking about. Maybe I have to a degree or an extent like, oh, I'm anxious. Well, yeah, sometimes it's some, an idea that you have that you haven't fully even exactly. like come to, it hasn't come yeah. to fruition in general. And, and like, I'm like I, processing. Okay, I'm, work with me here. Like yeah. I'm also trying to figure this out. Exactly. Yeah. Like my last one, I like said something. I said, whoa. That's some deep ass that's, shit. That's like, some shit. Sometimes we <laughs> yeah. do. We're like talking and I was like, this got really off tangent, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Like, and that's we'll where it goes. Yeah. 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 I like that. But it is like my form of therapy. But it's funny because like I'll have people reach out and be like, that was really inspiration, inspirational or like that last post, like I really resonated with. And to me, because I'm so go, go, go with my entire life, like I don't like downtime, like sitting on the couch and watching TV gives me such bad anxiety. I'm like, I got to get up and this- clean. Oh my gosh, Caitlin, we'll be great friends. Like, yeah. I cannot just sit down, which is great to have Mason there because... She's my Mason. <laughs> she is so much more chill Hello, than Hello, my name is Mason. Okay. That's perfect. She, like, made me watch Lord of the Rings. And it's I saw three that. hours long, and I said, what am I supposed to do for three hours? She's like, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna fucking sit. sit. You're gonna fucking sit. No, I cannot do that. that. And yeah. the only reason I'm watching this, like, the movie that I was watching before you guys got here is I just finished the book. So I'm like, oh, I want to watch this movie to, like, what I read about. Yeah. But if I'm not doing something, I am, like... <gasps> which I think is terrible because now I realize, like, I am ignoring 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 right deflecting yeah. and trying to fill up all my time with with things to do rather than sitting and processing and thinking when i'm sitting on the couch and i'm not really engaged in the show i'm just like thinking and i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. can't think about that i'm gonna go clean or mop or like what the fuck like yeah, something yeah. that just fills in the gap so this is kind of in a way reminding me of a friend of mine who is working towards kind of like putting herself out there and finally starting something that she's been thinking about doing for a while like Dope. a side like a side hustle that she has been waiting so long mm-hmm. to begin and obviously like Caitlin and I have our podcast together and then you have your Instagram and your podcast like how do you juggle your job like your career mm-hmm. and then also have this side hustle so you have to think about it as two jobs like if you really want something to happen it's not your side hustle it's your second job it's your life it's your life yeah Yeah, no like if I and 
you have to think of like Instagram too. It's like a, it's, it's a psychological thing too. Like if you're not being consistent with it, like you're not going to have a following. And the whole point of the following is like, I don't care about the number, but if I'm trying to reach people or share something, like you've just got to be able to match what people are looking for. And that's the psychology and that's the market and that's marketing. So I will, if your side hustle is something, side hustle, second job is something that you're passionate about it should be easy. So like if I come home and I do a post, it's something that I'm thinking about or resonating with, but whether I I dive deep into it or not, it's what's on the top of my mind. So I'll just like go on a run and I'll be like, Hey Mason, like just snack, snap, snatch, take, take, snap, take, snap, Snap take, snap and take a quick photo of me. Like while we're running. Cool. I got content, like something that's just Mm -hmm. easy that I'm not going out of my way and making it really unrealistic to me for me to make that goal happen. That is still tangible and realistic within the scope of like my actual day. Yeah. Do you feel like you hit ruts? Yeah. Um, so I had my website and I just feel like, so it's actually a great question because when I first started my website, I was super motivated and I felt like super stoked. I had like workout Wednesday, meal Monday, blog, and I was doing that consistently. Like I would write my blog, which I just found wasn't for me. Like I don't want yeah. to sit down and just write something. Like the podcast is more mm-hmm. effective, I feel like, and tangible. Just trial and error. a better communicator yeah. verbally than just writing everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I just didn't feel like I don't want to sit down every Saturday and be like, what am I writing about today? And then just like write something really concise that I have to think about. And it's more of like a, like just take, yeah. yeah. Like it was just a chore. And I feel like the website was becoming a chore. And the other day I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I got to get back on workout Wednesday and meal Monday. And I'm just like slacking, but I'm like, whoa, that's, that doesn't resonate with me. Like that's just me trying to hold myself to a standard and me trying to be like consistent with what was working for me. So it's important to shift whatever is yeah that's a really good advice actually because i feel like a lot of people think like oh like to be successful i have to stick to this cadence no. that i created that no yeah you created it and you can you change, can change it. it exactly so i'm i'm finding like i'm trying to revamp my website and if you go there now like it's not up to date it's not relevant but that's okay like yeah. my podcast is what's relevant and this is what's important to me right now and the website will eventually be replaced with podcast episodes um my instagram feed and a shop so i'm working on a shop right now with Yay. some merchandise i just got my logo done oh, so i'm oh, super excited to see it after. Yay. Yay. so i want to have like hats and socks and like really like there's a lot of like fitness gear out there that's just so expensive or super cheap and just like not cute. Yeah. So I want to help a happy middle ground, yeah. like something yeah. that is affordable, not going to be a Lulu. Yeah. Sorry, it's not, but like that's not easy yeah. to do. Like that's going to cost a lot of money, Right. but something that's going to be like cute, making you feel motivated to go work out. Like you feel like you look good. Yeah. yeah. Not just like some like shitty cotton t-shirt that you're like, I don't feel great. And like, I want to leave the gym and go home. Yeah. 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 Do you have, um, I know that you work out and you're like really consistent about it. Do you, is there something that you do to like keep yourself consistent for like, cause I know for me, like I know for Tara too, like sometimes we'll get into things where we're like, I will work out four days in a week and then just nothing. So it's like yeah. very one end of the spectrum, the other, like, is there something that like, can you tell you yourself accountable? Like, yeah. Kind of like that. So I guess the blog does keep you accountable and like the podcast True. and stuff like that. But I have a planner that I just write down my workouts, not not to see like, oh, this is what I did today. Yeah. It's just like Monday, I did this. Tuesday, I did this. And I'll open it every day and I'll be like, what do I want to do tomorrow? And I pay a lot of money for like membership. So mm-hmm. Core Power Yoga is $155. I have an Orange Street membership, which is 
nine, $90. I don't even know how much it is. It's $90. I'm just like, here's my card. And then I have a 24 hour fitness for $45. So that's like what? $200 yeah, it's an of, investment for sure. Yeah. Of just like fitness so that I can do a variety of things. So like if I'm not, if core power doesn't align because I'm late at work and I miss the class, fine. If orange theory is full, I just go to the gym or if it's too late and it's too dark for me to go on a run, I'll go to the gym. But I think so you, it's, yeah, you're, you're not, you don't have any excuses anymore because exactly. you have to fall back That's on different. Sense. And I think the biggest thing that you can do for yourself is cut out the cost of a workout. Like this is a life investment. This is your health. There should never be a cap to like, oh, that membership is too expensive for me. It's like, once you sign up, you are going to find a way to pay for that. Cause you have to find a way to pay for that. If you have to do another job, if you have to get a new job, whatever you are going to feel that much more inclined to work harder because you know that you have this bill to pay but if you never get that membership because you can't afford it you have no reason yeah. or motivation so to like go. seeing your health as an investment more totally. than just like a commodity yeah plus if you're paying for something that's that fucking expensive you're oh, gonna go yeah we have a friend that does orange theory pretty religiously and i would say that I think it, and I have another friend who does it too. And I would say the cost is a really good motivator because you're like, I'm not going to waste a hundred no. so dollars this month and only go twice. Exactly. Like, I'm make it worthwhile. And you do the math and you're like, well, if I'm spending this much, I should be going at least two to three times a week. And yeah. that will hold you accountable. It's like, mm-hmm. I just have to go two to three times a week. And then if you plan it out ahead of time. So like sometimes I'll take like the weekend or a Monday morning, like when I get into the office, like before I'm, it's time to work, I'll open up my planner and I'll see what's realistic. Like today I'm going to go to Sculpt. Tomorrow, I'm going to go to Orange Theory. The day after that, I'm going to go on a run. Then you have this plan of this is what I'm going to do mm-hmm. and you'll stick with it. But if you just each day you go by, you just wake up, you're like, oh, I'll go to the gym later. And then you come home, you're like, I'm tired. Yeah. There's nothing tangible to look at. Yeah, I've definitely caught that. I use ClassPass. And so mm-hmm. uh, right now, I've just been using it for spin and yoga sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if I don't book the classes for my week, like yeah. on Monday or Sunday or whatever it is, I'll probably end up only going once or twice yeah. because I didn't plan it and I'm not holding myself accountable yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like we kind of talked about this on the episode we just recorded for Sabrina's podcast, but um, I've also learned how to not be hard on myself when I'm not mm-hmm. hitting a goal just for like that week or, mm-hmm. you know, like if I kind of slack a little bit, like instead of being angry at myself, I'm just like, well, okay, whatever. And yeah. we'll try again next week kind of thing. Yeah. And I think what's important too is setting goals that aren't related around weight loss. Like, cool. If you're overweight, weight loss is great. Fine. But find other things that aren't as discouraging because you're not going to go to a workout and then lose 12 pounds yeah. in, a, in a class. You're Do like, you weigh yourself or is that not something no, you No, I don't weigh myself. I think a weight is so irrelevant. Like you could be 120 pounds and eat complete shit. You just have a fast metabolism. Yeah. You could be 120 pounds and have an eating disorder. You can have a 120 pounds and be really healthy. Like it doesn't matter. It's just a number on a scale that doesn't mm-hmm. equate to health. I feel like, I feel like for progress, like you can gauge some sort of like where you started and where yeah. you ended. If you really are at a point where you are, how you feel how your clothes feel. Exactly. Like yeah. So I, I think it can be, beneficial but people like like there shouldn't be a, a yeah it's like it's so pretty out sorry yeah, yeah so we're like looking out the window like, <laughs> this is a beautiful sunset oh, what yeah. a beautiful night but there like shouldn't be a scale yeah. in the bathroom at 24 hour fitness oh, it's 100%. like it's it's just it that's not the point yeah. of everything and yeah have you always and i i've listened to your podcast so i kind of mm-hmm. answer have you always had a healthy relationship with food or is that something that ebbs and flows and like how are you like how do you keep yourself like like not feeling guilty about food Mm -hmm. kind of I think 
I mean, this is a whole episode, but I think like with my dad and like his health, like before he got sick, I would eat like my, my house would have Diet Coke and ramen and cookies and brownies and just like Lucky Charms, just stuff that normal people go to the grocery store and buy because we're not educated enough on how this stuff is really detrimental to your health. Like it's not just bad, it's detrimental. And when he got sick, my mom like completely just did a 180 like no more junk food my your dad's going vegan we're gonna have we're gonna eat vegan as much as possible in the house no soy like veggies and fruits and all things like pure is gonna be in our diet so that's just what I started to know as a seventh grader and that just carried on with me throughout my life and that was my perception Mm -hmm. is like well, that made a Healthy significant food. impact on his health. Too. Oh, yeah. He was only supposed to live six months and that diet helped him live four, to four years. Yeah. So it had a huge impact and we saw that impact. And just because like I grew up eating well, if I didn't eat something well, I didn't feel good. And I'm like, it's like that yeah. was just gross. Like I was that was not worth it to me next. But I think going into college, once I started to see the relationship between like body image around campus, like for the first time where it wasn't so much just a concept, Mm -hmm. it was like applied. I started to get a little bit like, oh, I shouldn't be eating that. Like I shouldn't be eating this and that's bad for you. And I was doing a long distance relationship. I'm like, my boyfriend's going to come visit. Like I got to look good. And I wouldn't say it it was to the point where it was damaging to me, but it was definitely a on my mind which was not healthy at all but it slowly fizzled out for me like it was never a time where it was just super like prominent it just was there and then it was just gone so I never really had a weird relationship with food like I actually love 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 eating and I feel like I'm also lucky because I do have a really fast metabolism Mm -hmm. like a really fast metabolism and like I'm hungry non-stop it's that's how fast it is like I'll eat like, I can't sit at my desk for longer than an hour without going to the kitchen with my computer and eating, like, for, like, 20 minutes and then mm-hmm. going back. Yeah. So, but I also think because I do work out five days a week, like, yeah. it's just that's a domino yeah, effect. 100%. I'm just and, and sweating so much. Yeah, if you weren't nourishing your body in that way, you wouldn't be able to. No, I wouldn't have that much that energy. energy. You don't want to be hungry. Exactly. Like you never be hungry. No, like, if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. If I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. That's my mentality. And that's the relationship that I think everybody needs to have mm-hmm. with food. Now, where the problem comes in is what you're eating. So if you're eating things that aren't providing you with any nutritional value or yeah. you're not getting full off of it because there's no substance, like, yeah. that's where the disconnect is happening. It's what you're eating, not how much you're eating, usually. Yeah. yeah. And I hate to ask this question because I know that this can just be, like, unravel, like, a, yeah, mm-hmm. just a lot of tangle web. But um, are you pro or anti vegan vegetarian lifestyle so i think just because you're vegetarian and just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy like i see vegetarians that are eating a fuck ton of like coke and cereals and like just stuff that's fried like not frozen stuff yeah frozen stuff preservatives exactly like that doesn't mean you're healthy and then i think also if you're a vegan and vegetarian like you've got to be careful about consuming a lot of soy Mm -hmm. so i think whether you're vegetarian carnivorous whatever the hell you call yourself it all comes down to education on what you're eating and how foods are actually like processed how carbs are processed proteins fats sugars what are good fats what are like people don't know the answers to these questions like they seem like they're basic like if you just go up to somebody's like what are the four macronutrients i don't know people don't really know what they're supposed to be eating and i think that's 
primarily where the problem is lying. And I think yeah. if you start with educating people on food and how that food is processed within your bodies, I think this notion of body image will start to slowly deteriorate because then people are looking at themselves from the inside out mm-hmm. and they'll focus on fueling their bodies and being healthy and that in turn will make them feel good and then have this new perception of I look good because I really feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of to me even sounds like that's like your umbrella for everything mm-hmm. that you do. Yeah. So I guess it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. No. Trying to educate people from just my experience and like like we were talking about earlier we've talked for so long I don't even know if this was recorded or not but like <laughs> I have no it's idea it's all the bonus episode that only we will ever hear yeah like we were talking about like being an expert like yeah I'm not an expert by any means like I don't have all the answers but I'm just sharing like my this experience is what I, yeah. yeah and what I've seen and witnessed and how I yeah. feel and how that is yeah changed my yeah. perception or my life well I have loved reading your blog and like all Thanks. that kind of stuff because I know for me like I still kind of have like some unhealthy relationships with like I just like yeah. overthink like I think most I have do. like the fit like the my fitness pal app with like is the calorie counter and like sometimes delete you do that, it and I know I shouldn't and all that kind of delete stuff delete it and I it's like good to know that's like a not the only person who deals that b it's like yeah, there's ways around that like you don't have to count calories you should just be no. conscious of like what you're eating yeah and so yeah so I've loved reading your stuff and like reading other people's stories and I think mm-hmm. it's nice that you give other people an outlet to kind of be like hey I went through this and this is how yeah. I feel about my body now yes I've gained weight but I feel better mm-hmm. like me weighing less doesn't mean that I'm gonna feel prettier no and then you could also change your diet be the same weight and feel yeah. so much better yeah and that's why the calorie counters are just not comprehensive like a calorie doesn't mean you're going to feel good if you had less. Like there's so many different factors within like the science and the nutritional components of what you're eating that can't be broken down into a little app. And that doesn't mean that what you put in your calorie counter equates to how healthy or not healthy you are for that day. So I think just being conscious of healthy foods and like good foods that are just like from veggies or from fruits or smoothies or like good meals like and maybe you want maybe you want to eat a lot of pasta fine go get the the carrot spirals or the zucchini spirals or the vegetable pasta like all of those little things that you can still enjoy but maybe aren't providing you with like those starchy white carbs so focusing more on what's gonna make you feel good or just even if you don't even know what's gonna make you feel good focus more on what things are like just natural Mm -hmm. and you can that doesn't mean you're gonna have like shitty foods like you can have a dank ass burger like uh, that's healthy like it doesn't have to be an unhealthy burger you know yeah just being creative with the foods that you're eating yeah yeah i love that i want you to plug your stuff too because i know that a lot of people will listen to this and be like where the shit do i find this woman she's dope we love her (laughs) Thanks, guys. So my Instagram is W-A-I-T underscore F-O-R underscore W-E-I-G-H-T. And on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen, um, my podcast is Wait for Wait, Food for Thought. So many puns. We I also, yeah. yeah, I love that so much. We <laughs> talked about it on her, like, last episode, too. But I remember first seeing that being like, damn, that's good. Food I, for thought. Yeah, working in. It was like a double branding. whammy. I'm like, yeah, that girl mm-hmm. knows what's up. She, she knows. Thank you. Oh. But yeah, we just honestly, such big fans. So Thanks, we're guys. really 
honored to have you on and thank you honored to be here be our friends now i'll be your friends yes. i don't literally do anything like i literally am either <laughs> yes. at work at the amazing. gym or here like amazing that's all i do good we know well, where you live too. now so yeah come so on over yeah. I'm gonna this time <laughs> next week we'll be here yeah. <laughs> perfect for episode what yeah <laughs> 12 who knows yeah another yeah. crossover yeah. Well, mm-hmm Yep. Well, Kayla and I are going to do a little outro. So it was just so great talking to you. It was great talking to you guys. <laughs> we love too. you. We're going to keep talking to you for the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Perfect. So, obviously, you made it. <laughs> you made it. Your listening does giggle for 45 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just really happy that Sabrina was able to come on and talk about her story and kind of share with her or share with you guys and with the two of us um, where she's coming from with like her business and all that with her lifestyle. So hope you guys enjoyed that. Yeah. We're hoping to have more guests coming because we just love talking to them. We do. We do. And again, if you want to check us out on Instagram, you can follow us at MMA pod. And then we're on pretty much any, I mean, like you guys already know we're on every podcast yeah. platform. So just check us out there. Obviously, you're listening to us on a platform somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at Tara Ann Deal. And me at Kate Joy. With three Wise. <laughs> and yeah, still coming out with episodes every Tuesday. So. And then we were also on an episode with Sabrina. Oh, so yes. So this is coming out a day after. So go and check hers out. Um, it came out that Monday. And be sure to give her a follow and start listening to her podcast as well. Yeah, so feel free to DM us, uh, tag us in your Instagram posts and on your stories, and we'll be resharing those like always. And yeah, we'll yeah. See you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye.